Good afternoon, audience. This is the Hotness and Sweet Lean. Welcome back to another edition of the Restaurant Magic Radio Show. And we'd like to welcome you back and just say thank you so much for joining us in today. I am the Hotness, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sweet Lee. And for those of you who may not know, we are true foodies. Why? Because we've been eating for years. We know all about everything that's associated with food. And on our show, we like to highlight restaurants, caterers, food trucks, culinary artists, farmers, you name it. We are just involved heavily with everything associated with food. And today joining us is Mr. Roscoe. He is the owner of Roscoe's Catfish and Barbecue in Anchorage, Alaska. So welcome, Roscoe. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here with you guys. Yes, we're just so excited to have you here. And I know you're on a little bit under the weather, so I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to join the Hotness and Sweetly. We greatly appreciate it. And you are our first restaurant that we have connected with in Alaska. So what in the world are you doing in Alaska? (laughs) Well, my dad was in the military, uh, in the Air Force, uh, we're originally from Georgia, a place called Thomasville, Georgia, which is uh, right on the Georgia-Florida line of Tallahassee. And uh, when we were young, we moved to uh, North Carolina. Actually did a lot of growing up right there in Fayetteville. Uh, okay. Did most of our schooling right there. Uh, started out at Mary MacArthur, uh, went to uh, Cliffdale Elementary. Oh, wow. Um, uh, went to uh, Lewis Chapel when it was uh, all eighth grade, and Chestnut when it was all ninth grade, and graduated from seventy first senior high school. Go Falcons! Wow. So I have a question, um, Roscoe. What yeah. do people in Alaska know about barbecue and fried fish? Well, the, the good thing about Alaska is that everybody's not just originally from here. You have a lot of families, again, military families. Uh, oil, uh, and then a lot of people that just came up because their families are up here. And everybody is from somewhere. And so you have a lot of families from the South, uh, from Mm -hmm. uh, the East Coast and uh, Midwest. So a lot of folks up here are either either are from there or miss their Southern roots. And so we're able to be here to fulfill that void of Southern cuisine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, um, that, you know, people traveling and and, um, settling there, that you were probably the best thing that ever happened to them, um, missing their roots and food-wise. So um, I'd like to know where you began food-wise with um, cooking good barbecue and and frying up good fish. How did that happen? Well, it all started, of course, with my mom, uh, with my dad and my grandparents. being from Georgia, we ate good, and uh, it was all home-style fixed food. Uh, as we grew older and we moved to here, by the way, uh, from a neighborhood called Hollywood Heights in Fayetteville, oh. and uh, we uh, opened up businesses here in Anchorage. Uh, my mom was a beautician, and my father retired from the military, and we opened up a beauty supply store to uh, kind of go hand-in-hand with the beauty shop. And there was a restaurant on the corner that we would always eat, but the food would go up and down because the owner was a mechanic, and he would lease it out. And so actually my father made a deal with the guy, and we purchased the restaurant. And rather than it just continuing to be Skyline, after we worked it for a year, my father's name was Roscoe, and my name was Roscoe. And so I told him, let's call it Roscoe's Skyline Restaurant, and that's what we did. I told him I was going to make him famous. People were going to say, come on, let's go to Roscoe's. And eventually that's exactly what happened. Uh, 
1996, I was uh, selected as the national spoke chef for Lowry's Season Salt and uh, featured the Lowry's article in uh, several magazines such as Essence, uh, Ebony, uh, Heart and Soul, Upscale, Emerge. So we got some publicity from that. And then uh, as artists uh, would come up here to Anchorage and perform, they would ask uh, where to get some good food. And so a lot of promoters knew about our place and they would either bring them or refer them to us. So we fed uh, the most the most iconic person that I fed was Rosa Parks. Wow. And so we had pictures on the wall of Rosa Parks and uh, Quincy Jones, uh, Richard Pryor, B.B. Uh, King. Uh, I was invited on stage uh, with the Temptations and was in their prayer circle before they went on stage. Uh, wow. Chris Rock, wow. the entertainer, uh, ate at the restaurant. Sinbad, and we, we've got a nice uh, following. Uh, we fed Hammer. That's and, just amazing. Uh, All those uh, iconic some, you know, uh, celebrities you mentioned, it's just like, wow. Like, how does it feel yeah. as, you know, a chef, as a restaurant owner, to have these people come in and appreciate your delicious food? Well, it's really, really, really nice and heartwarming for them to enjoy. Uh, we did some catering for a few groups uh, where we catered at the, at the center where they performed. And that was uh, Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube. Uh, we catered for their events when they came to perform. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing uh, to have met and fed a lot of the people that we have. And what is, like, one of the main dishes that they, you know, come in there and request when they come to your restaurant? What's your signature dish? <laughs> well, I actually have several, and that's probably one of the hardest questions people come and ask me, well, What's your favorite? Well, a lot of owners are going to say everything, but I actually created the menu uh, so a person could come in every day, have something different, and it'd be really, really good. We get a lot of great compliments on our Alaska seafood gumbo. I took a southern oh, yeah. recipe, uh, Louisiana recipe of gumbo, and then we added our, uh, rather than the blue crab, we, we added our Alaskan crab. And rather than andouille sausage, we uh, give you a taste of reindeer sausage. And I so, saw uh, that on the website. I was just like, hold up with the reindeer. But, you know, I heard that, you know, is reindeer the same as venison? It tastes very similar. Yeah, yeah, reindeer, venison, deer meat. Uh, but uh, the, the the Alaska sausage is very unique in its flavor. So, uh, you know, it, it brings about a, a, a different taste and um a, a nice tone to a southern Louisiana recipe. We're also known for our catfish. Our catfish is uh, more uh, Georgia style. It's uh, lightly uh, cornmeal battered and deep fried. And then we're, of course, we're known for our barbecue. Uh, growing up around North Carolina, we grew up around pulled pork barbecue, North Carolina style. And of so we, uh, we, we've taken the, the pulled pork to a whole nother level, to our level, because I, uh, I smoke our uh pork butt, uh, really where you can, you have the smoky flavor. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, try to, uh, get away with, uh, putting it in the oven and, uh, yeah. just, just have an oven. It's good, but it's not authentic. And so it's kind of like, it's kind of like making our barbecue authentic. And so we, uh, we smoke our, our pork shoulder and then pull the pork and season it. And uh, then you have the flavor of Roscoe's. All right. So that's what makes, that was my question, Roscoe. What makes you different from any other barbecue or fried fish? But you answered the one about the barbecue. What's different about your fried fish? And then, you know what, what we're going to do? 
We're going to cut to a commercial, and when we come back, listeners, we're going to find out the secret about if he tells us Roscoe's fried catfish. We'll be right back. My name is Jimmy Davies, and I'm the owner of the Every.Black family of websites. I created EveryBlackEntrepreneur.com because we must become entrepreneurs, and we have to use technology to level the playing field. We support our members by highlighting them in a weekly email announcement. We create a monthly directory where every member has a full-page display. One of the largest advantages of joining the Every.Black family is the ability to network with all of the other members. We have also partnered with the Truth Network to provide a 10% discount for anyone joining and using the discount code of TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, when signing up. Go to everyblackentrepreneur.com. Click on the sign up button and join today. You can reach us at 919-265-8045. Sign up today and join the movement to achieve economic freedom. Welcome back, audience. This is the Restaurant Magic Show. I'm the hotness. I'm here with Sweetly, and we are joined with Roscoe. He is the owner of Roscoe's Catfish and Barbecue in Anchorage, Alaska. And before we went to commercial break, Sweetly was pumping his brains trying to get to that secret catfish recipe, which I doubt Roscoe's going to share. But what do you have to say about your catfish, Mr. Roscoe? Well, more so than the catfish, it's it's just about everything. Uh, is that when we when we decided to do the restaurant, and I was fortunate enough uh, when I was young working on the base, I actually worked at Fort Bragg in the 82nd Division, and I worked in the dining facilities as a KP. And when I came back up to Alaska, I did the same thing up here at Elmendorf. I worked on base uh, in uh, kitchen facilities, and you really see a lot of large scale cooking in the military. And so that's what they did. They cooked on a large scale. And so when we've got the restaurant, what I my vision was to be able to cook on a large scale but make it taste like mama's and grandmama's recipe. And so that is the art of what we've done here at Roscoe's is been able to take greens and I actually uh, cook my greens with smoked turkey uh, mm. because of the health, the healthier version. And we actually, you can't tell the difference between what we've done and how we bring it together because it tastes like you're eating the ham hocks. But right. it's actually smoked turkey. And so uh, even our gumbo dishes, uh, I learned to make gumbo from my uh, my other side of the family. And um, I can say that it's my, my former wife's side of the family. <laughs> Uh, who are from originally from uh, uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, and Hammond and Tickfall. And so our gumbo is authentic gumbo. And uh, uh, once you learn how to make gumbo, it's individual, and you put your own little kicks to it. Uh, mm-hmm. The fried chicken, as you know, everybody's mom, everybody's mama fries chicken, and it's good. But there's well, a little difference. That's their favorite, between, Roscoe, fried chicken. There's, yeah, there's a little difference between everybody's fried chicken. And so it's yeah. that, those subtle differences that I wanted to make cooking for the masses. So when you come in, you'll be able to taste like mama's cooking or grandma's cooking and uh, uh, home-style, home real home-style cooking because – in a lot of places, when you go out and they say Southern cooking, it was just bland. It was bland food. It really wasn't. It was the dish, but it didn't. It didn't have the flavor. And so that's what we've been doing. Is uh, we we've, we've been able to recreate the flavor on a large scale. So the art of you cooking in large quantities, you are still 
um, the artist, you're still bringing that flavor with it. Because I can agree to you with that. Even when I cook, you know, from cooking a small portion to a larger one, you have to know that, yeah, you need a little more of each ingredient to make it still taste the same. So that's really, really important. And I think that's where a lot of restaurants fall short at because they're cooking in these large quantities, but they're not perfecting that flavor that is um, mama's home cooking flavor. So that's wonderful. I wish we could come to Alaska and taste some of this stuff. Are you into shipping food? (laughs) Well, well, I'm sure you all would love to come to Alaska. We'd love to have you. (laughs) I don't know. It's cold. Is it dark there like every day? How does that work? Oh, no, I'm looking at daylight right now. It's daylight. Uh, We have uh, so many hours of darkness and so many hours of daylight. Uh, A lot of people have the misconception that it's all dark or all daylight in the summer, and uh, it's not. We go through a cycle of... and we we just a couple about a month ago went through our solstice uh, cycle where you have one day that it's mostly dark, and then from that day you gain so many minutes of daylight each day oh. as you move into the summer and you get into the midst of the summer. You have one day where it's all daylight, and that's mm-hmm. our solstice day. And then from that day, then you, uh, moving into the winter months, you gain so many uh, minutes each day of dark. And All so right, listen, if you heard that, anybody who wants to um, move to Alaska, that's how it works. Well, come, at least come visit. A lot of people yes, come up and exactly. up Exactly. Yeah. But, Mr. Russell, I know place, you were talking state. to I'm sorry. I, Go I, ahead. What did you say? It's a beautiful state? Beautiful state. Okay. I know you were talking about um, using um, neck um, turkey. Smoked turkey instead of ham hocks and things of that nature. And one of the questions was, you know, what do you do to um, make your food uh, nutritious as well as delicious? So you answered that, but is it any other um, foods that you have that you are catering to the nutritious part of it? Yes, uh, even our catfish, we offer it baked. Uh, I've got a nice recipe for uh, for baked catfish, uh, for uh, people who don't eat uh, cornmeal or don't eat fried foods. And we also, uh, I've got a nice, beautiful rotisserie smoker uh, out back that uh, even a Texan would be proud to have. Uh, And so we uh, rotisserie uh, smoke our ribs and our chicken. And so our baked chicken is actually rotisserized on the barbecue pit. And so uh, that's another uh, healthy choice. And so and then we do good. The, yeah we do grilled pork chops and uh, grilled uh, some grilled items also. Well, I'm looking at the menu, and I'm before, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, I'm going to go a little bit deeper in this menu because I see you do gyros, you do meatball sandwiches, pulled pork, of course, the Philly steak and cheese. You got the shrimp dinner. And you even got the grilled cheese and a PB&J sandwich. So I'm not mad at you for that. (laughs) But audience, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, girl, that's a nice T-shirt you're wearing. Where did you get it? I got it from TeamJesusClothing.com. Really? I like the messaging and the colors. They're so vibrant. Yes, TeamJesusClothing.com has a lot of t-shirts and hoodies with encouraging messages. They have styles for both men and women. Wow, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to TeamJesusClothing.com to place my order now. Yes, definitely go to TeamJesusClothing.com and be sure to check out my favorite shirt designs, Team Jesus and Won't He Do It. I can't wait. TeamJesusClothing.com, here I come. Welcome back, audience. 
It's the hotness and sweetly on Restaurant Magic, and we are joined with Roscoe, okay? What an awesome name, because I thought he was with um, Roscoe Chicken and Waffles, but no audience is Roscoe's Catfish and Barbecue in Anchorage, Alaska, okay? And he is throwing down. So before we went to commercial break, I was rattling off all these different items on your menu, um, Roscoe. But let me ask you, did you said from, um, I think you said another side of your family, they taught you how to cook gumbo, and the other side was teaching you how to cook, you know, more Southern-type cuisine. How does that work out for you? It works out really good. Well, I, I was married for 26 years, and so my, my, my former wife, uh, again, uh, her auntie uh, introduced me to gumbo when I came up to Alaska. And, man, I tasted it, and it was just it was phenomenal. I said, I got to learn how to make that. So in between her aunt, uh, herself, uh, her mom, uh, I actually uh, learned how to make the, the gumbo, and uh, it comes out really, really good. And so, uh, you know, being, being able to be diverse is, is something, uh, again, that you need to do and need to be uh, because the world is so diverse today. Uh, it's kind of like uh, this location is our fourth location. And it was actually a restaurant called Tito's Gyros. Or Gyros oh, okay, okay. And so uh, this guy ended up, uh, he, had, he had some difficulties, and, and I went and talked to him and uh, actually merged with Tito's Gyros and took over that spot. But we okay. kept the Gyros because they were so good, and we go way back, and uh, his Gyros were always very, very tasty. Take, 
taste them, wank them up there. Well, that's one of my favorites. Um, I'm from up north, and uh, uh, bad Philly steak is just it's just scrumptious. So it's very important how you do that too. So do you, you want to give us a little bit of ingredients that you do with your Philly steak and cheese? Uh, well, you know, uh, I listen to a lot of people actually from Philly, and they mm-hmm. they they uh, they criticize most Phillies from other places. Well, it's the bread and uh, it's the water that they make the bread out of and this, that, and the other. But mm-hmm. I found a company that has really, really good bread, and uh, I utilize the bread. And, and what I like is uh, to to have that baguette put in the oven, and it becomes crunchy on the outside and soft in the middle. Yeah. And so the bread is very important. And so along with the bread, uh, sauteing off the meat and the vegetables together. Now, the one thing that really surprised me, and a lot of people from Philly do it, is this cheese whiz thing. They, they, they yeah, eat a lot of I don't food. like that. It's salty. I don't it's icky. I, I, no. couldn't, I mean, I couldn't believe they put this. <laughs> I'm with you on that. On the, like, you're going to create on, on, on the salmon, But, you know, to each to his own because it, it's kind of like uh, uh, when you come in and eat, if you want ketchup, if you want mustard, or if you don't like something, I want you to be able to eat it the way you want it. And so that's yeah. another thing about our restaurant is being able to get what you want. And so we I do look out for the kids. Uh when I was a kid I you know, hey, what you want? I want some shrimp. You can't have no shrimp. That's too expensive. And so <laughs> I actually put a little kid shrimp on the menu so uh kids can uh, you know, three piece kid shrimp. Exactly. And uh, then the the things like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich is for uh a lot of kids are finicky, and they don't want nothing else, you know. And mm-hmm. so they see that peanut butter and jelly, and they are happy. You'd be amazed at how much how much peanut butter and jelly sandwiches we we actually uh, sell to the kids, and then some adults uh, that that just haven't had one and miss it end up getting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's awesome. Variety is so important in a restaurant. I really agree with that about the kids as well. Um, they like you know, seafood too. And I know as a kid growing up, I loved it, especially um, living in the north in Boston. I mean, I love lobster, so I totally get that concept. (laughs) Uh, But before we um, leave, I wanted to just ask you, what advice would you give uh, a new entrepreneur uh, facing this restaurant business world? Well, I tell you what, if you you want to get into the restaurant business, just be prepared to to uh, be married to it. It's a tough business, and the percentages are, are low and small, but you, you, you've got to love whatever you do, whatever you decide to do in life, uh, uh, be able to enjoy it. And uh, with the restaurant business, you also have to follow your dream. If, if that's what you want to do, do it, write it down, put it down on paper, and visualize it. You visualize uh, what you want to do and how you need to get there, and then you do it. And then uh, as you're creating your menu and your meals, again, mm-hmm. uh, taste. Uh, uh, we, we've uh, grown a lot on constructive criticism. Yes. Uh, I listen to people, uh, and and that's how we've uh, each menu item all the way down to the French dip. You know, I'm, I'm using a brisket for our French dip, and then I make a hearty aju, not just a watery uh, aju that a lot of people are used to. And so we uh, we really take pride in you, you take pride in what you decide to do. 
Well, we were just so appreciative about your creativity in the kitchen. And I, when I spoke with you earlier, you mentioned you were doing um, your peach cobbler and desserts and things like that. So I bet your desserts are phenomenal. Before we um, wrap up, do you just mind sharing a little bit with the audience about your peach cobbler and the lovely deliciousness of it? Well, I'll tell you a little bit. Uh, I uh, A lot of my cooking did uh, extend from my mom, and uh, especially the desserts. And I would be her taster when I was young, and she would have me taste different things. And here, taste the potato salad. Tell me what it needs, you know. Taste my, you know, after she made her uh, sweet potato pie. Here, taste this. Tell me what it needs. And so I would taste different things for her. And so that helped me be able to decipher what ingredients to put in what. And so that helped me along. And so now that my mother is gone, I do the best that I can do to try to recreate her peach cobbler and her sweet potato pie. And I just hope that people enjoy it. And so far they have indicated that they do. I think that's so important, Roscoe, um, just as sweetly, that people taste their food before they give it to somebody because if it don't taste good to you, it's not going to taste good to them. So that's one of my pet peeves. Tasting it, and I like hot food, not meaning spicy-wise, but piping hot. I love hot food. Um, but before we close, I just want you to uh, let people know how they can uh, find you on social media and any yeah. other ways that you are out there. You know, I, I, I'm sorry I'm not up with uh, uh, a, a lot of different social media, but we did get mm-hmm. with uh, Facebook, and I am on Facebook under Roscoe's Catfish and Barbecue, spelled out um, Alaska. And that wouldn't get you mixed up with the other uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. <laughs> Because okay. that, would, that would come up first. So if you spell out Roscoe's Catfish and Barbecue, uh, then you'll be able to find me. Uh, and if you don't find it, then again, put Anchorage, Alaska. And you'll be able to see the different experiences that we've shared with uh, everybody. Uh, as you scroll down, you'll see the different uh Man, we had a moose come up eating birch right outside the restaurant. So I oh, wow. got a video of that and, uh, you know, just saying even the moose know where to come eat. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's really fun the way that we, you know, and, again, we've got pictures up on the wall uh, of uh, Quincy Jones and Richard Pryor, the different experiences that we've had during the past of people that we've met and fed and so uh guy mcintyre from the 49ers is from my home state of uh thomasville georgia and just happened that he and hammer were good friends and uh wow. you know so relationships come about the harlem globetrotters came in and we were playing spades with the harlem globetrotters so we had a lot of fun. oh wow yeah connecting with everyone and one more time what's your your facebook page roscoe it's roscoe's catfish and barbecue spelled out B A R B E Q U E spell awesome. out the and in Anchorage, oh, awesome. Alaska. In Anchorage, Alaska. Well, we thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. And audience, we thank you so much for listening in. This has been the Hotness and Sweetly checking out what Roscoe's restaurant is all about. <laughs>